Yes, people. Back again with another podcast. It's just myself and Jack. Jack, how you doing again, mate? Yeah, all good. All good. How you doing? Yeah, all right. What happened to the other two? Well, it's Oscar season and not everyone gets invited to the ceremony, I'm afraid. Uh, I don't sure. think Tom and Alex got a ticket. Fair enough. And some poor performances from them this season anyway. Yeah, well, they'll get the disciplinary action. Don't worry about that. I hope so. I hope so. I hope so. I think you've alluded to it, kind of. Yeah, yeah, I think I've. Um, we're going to be talking about our favourite sports film. So, yeah, we're, we're going to be having our own little Oscars <laughs> sports film. That's it, dropping Easter eggs all over the gaff, mate. Easter's gone, though. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, this one is hard um, because there's not many sports films out there, is there, in terms of Oscar-worthy performances, but they're just fun. Oh, the, the sports films I recollect and resonate with they're the fun ones that are, are like they're, they're not really hard-hitting serious stuff like you, you could probably name a handful maybe you got the for the serious films um to do mm. this but um yeah man i think it's a it's a good little topic gonna be a quick one gonna be a quick one um have you got any other mentions i've got a few um what i will say i'll, I'll hold my hand as well i've not seen quite a few of the the sort of sports films that maybe did get some awards and are critically acclaimed and stuff like that. So I've never seen uh, any of the Rockies. I've seen little bits of Cool Runnings, um, but not the whole film. And yeah, I've never seen Raging Bull either. But yeah, apparently that that is the best boxing film out there. Um, but for me, honourable mentions, I've got Jimmy Grimble, which was yeah just a great football film. And it's a bit more relatable because a lot of them are American, aren't they? And they're sort of soccer films. But yeah, that one was very good. Uh White Men Can't Jump, I think we can loosely say is a sports film. And then I suppose talking for Alex and Tom, I know that Alex Alex likes his fighting films, so he'll definitely have never backed down on his and Green Street. He used to absolutely love Green Street, didn't he, back in the day? Mate, I've got a story about that. I, I don't know if he, he was around at this time, but um, he watched Green Street for the first time. And within a week, this guy, he comes in with a duffel coat and it must be about uh, XXXL in terms of... <laughs> but, but he didn't give a shit. Alex, he, he brought it into school, and he had a Stone Island badge on the side. All of a sudden, he went from a, a Eton boy to a to a rough hooligan <laughs> overnight, Alex. But does that count as a sports film? Would you say that? Um, it's a weird one, isn't it? Because I suppose they are football fan, and fighting is kind of a sport anyway, uh, in a way. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Sure. Get away with that, you know. If I went down a pub and started a ruck, I said <laughs> just it was just a bit of sport, just, just taking part in sport. If that's the case, then you got to put Football Factory in there. Um, yeah, me. it's all, all them in it. There's, there's a few few really good films, and then I uh, think Tom liked Goal as well. No, that, no, that was one of his favourites. Mate, have you seen that back? I don't know if you watched it recent. I mean, not recent, but. No, as you're a bit older now, the graphics on it. I mean, in terms of how it how it looks, how it appears on on the screen, it 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 just looks comical. Like the the shots um, taken by I can't remember is this name Santiano Nunes or something. Yeah, that is the problem with some of these sports films. Like obviously they're not they're not professional athletes, so like when they're doing moves and and stuff like that, like in football or boxing or whatever. Yeah, yeah. It's obviously they can try and choreograph it, but it's never going to be like the real deal, I suppose. But it's, it's fun either way. Yeah, I mean, it looks a bit robotic. I've got to say that there is there is those sports where um sports there is those films where it just 
it's it's comical. Um, Gold being one of them, I think personally, it's just yeah. I mean, there's that Will Ferrell one as well. I, I, I think that's on Netflix or um. Oh, is that the but, that's the ice skating one? Isn't it? Not oh, not that one. Um, I know who you're talking about. What's that one? Uh, I've I've got that. I've got. I think I've got the DVD of that. Yeah, Blades what? something. Blades of Glory. Blades of Glory. Yeah, that is a funny film. That that can be up there. No, it's um, it's a kids one. I think it's called Kicking and Screaming. Maybe. Oh no, I'm not seeing that. Or maybe maybe something else. But it's um, it's a sports film, football, soccer film. Um, I've got a couple of honorable mentions. So um, I think you'd be surprised to know I have not seen Rocky either. Um, and I'm into my boxing big time. I think I wasn't born in that era, and I don't know about you, Jack, but once I once someone pushes something down my throat. And you know, tries to make force me to watch something. Oh, so so amazing! Blah, blah. It makes me resist more. <laughs> yeah. So, so I, I'm not. I haven't watched it. I think in my own time I will. But um, you know, I think it's been so pushed down my throat to watch it. Then I, I resist. The same with um, what's that bloody thing everyone bangs on about? Not a sports film, but it's a a series. Um, it's like Dragon. Oh, Breaking Bad. No, Dragons and um, Dragons you know, and Glory. Is it? No, nah, no, I don't know. I'm not. I'm, I don't really know, to be honest. <laughs> oh, but, um, yeah, I forget. But it's 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 one of those major things that everyone's watching or has watched. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm not, I, once it's pushed down my throat. Nah, I'm not I'm watching it. So the rocky ones I haven't seen. So, but I know from word of mouth from seeing everywhere that it should should be mentioned and probably gets a lot of stick for it not being on the top five. Um, and Warrior with Tom Hardy. So that's another. Fine. Never seen it either. It's a good film, and I, and I know for a fact because when I, um, you know, I was looking for workout ideas and you know um, certain diet regimes, he came up. He, Tom Hardy, one of my favorite actors, he came up for this film. Um, the amount of work he put in to get like um, super fit for, for to be to to look like a an actual UFC cage fighter. Mm. Um, yeah, I think he, you know, that film is worth a mention. It's it's a good watch, um, and it, he's. He's obviously got an American accent in it as well. So, um, yeah, he gets into character well, Tom Hardy, and I think it's a, it's a good film, but um, not one of my top five. But apart from that, I think you've mentioned most of the ones that I've um, I've had on my radar. Um, Shall I go over my top five then for now? And then you can jump into yours after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. go for it, yeah. So, I know this would definitely be on your list. Um, number five for me, Dodgeball. Uh, number four, Cool Runnings. Number three, Happy Gilmore. Number two, Maradona. And I've got to go with number one, my all-time favourite from uh, Get Go. Whenever this came out, Jimmy Grimble has to be Jimmy Grimble. What about you, Jack? Nice. I've got number five, Fever Pitch. Number four, Bend It Like Beckham. Number three, Karate Kid. Number two, Dodgeball. And number one, Happy Gilmore. Right. First thing to clarify, Karate Kid, which one? It's got to be the original um, I mean, to be honest, the reason that, that this one is so good as well is because they've made a few remakes and they're just nowhere near as good. So that just sort of proves it's not it's not just the storyline, uh, but, you know, it's the acting and it's it's the characters that they chose and, and things like that. And to be honest, like Karate Kid, I think first of that kind of film, you see a lot of that now, um, kind of sort of underdog story in a way. Uh, someone learns to fight and wins and stuff, but that that was the original, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, it's the it's the sense, and it? it's the the one thing that uh, I re- I remember is the the wash on. Wash- <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. It's those kind of quotes there from that that type of film that it sticks with you. Um, 
And it, what, when was that? Was that the 80s, 90s? It was the 80s, yeah. I think it was around the same time uh, that Rocky came out. See, I don't know about you, yeah? So we grew up, I suppose we'd watch, we would watch the 90s films and the early 2000s films as, as we were growing up, right? I still I, I still love the 80s films. I don't know, something special about the 80s films. They're, they've got that kind of old style to it, but then they've got something... To, I don't know, that that time, that era, the 80s, it was... It, it, those films were quite special, I think. Um, I can't pinpoint why, but they they just... Um, I don't know, may, maybe it was the way they were shot. Maybe it was the ideas were probably new then, and most yeah. of the we've watched were remakes. And I mean, a couple of my favourite films ever, uh, Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi, both Star Wars films, they're, they're both in the 80s. Yeah, this is what I mean. I think it's because they had the fresh ideas, whereas most of the stuff now... My stuff now is just gang violence and war and whatnot. It's just repetitive stuff that we've seen and grown up watching anyway. Mm. It's not like um, not, nothing new, really. You've got to really push the boat out a bit to um, bring something innovative, in, in, innovative to uh, to our screens. But yeah, that's a good shout for starters. Um, I didn't think of Karate Kid, but yeah, good one. Um, I want to talk about Cool Runnings. Yeah, never, My... never seen it. Seen some clips of it and stuff. You need I know to. it's very iconic and it's quite culturally um important isn't it that one as well <laughs> you could say that i mean um i think it's on disney plus at the moment pretty sure so if you want to all right yeah i've got that yeah um mate cool running it's a disney film I, I think it is um i don't know whether they brought it um i don't know if it's originally a disney film or whether it's because they now own the rights to it but yeah got it yeah cool runnings man i it is one of those films I sat down with my dad watching it. Again, the quotes come out of it. It's just so funny. Basically, Jack, if you haven't, you obviously you haven't seen it. In a nutshell, it's I think it's about four or five Jamaican dudes. I think they need to raise money to go to the Winter Olympics to to be part of a Jamaican bobsleigh team. <laughs> now, obviously, Jamaica has no bloody snow, and I, I can't remember this guy. He's you know the guy in Home Alone who takes the mum in the van back to back to where she she's supposed to be in. in Oh, the, is that the second one? Yeah, he's in the yeah. van, the main guy, the, the singer, right? I can't remember his name. Um, he's like their trainer. And there's little bits in the film where, like, I don't know, here's, for example, he just kicks off. They've got, they've got a go-kart, basically. He just kicks the wheels off of it. <laughs> and he says, that is a bobsleigh. <laughs> and and they push it down a hill. And then this guy, Sanka, his name, uh, he's, a, he's one of the uh, funnier ones. He's got a lucky egg. It sounds ridiculous me saying it out loud, but you you got to watch it. Um, one of his punchlines is this guy, this other guy goes, Sanka, you're dead? And then Sanka goes, yeah, man. All right, it doesn't sound funny when I'm saying it, but when it's in the film, <laughs> <laughs> it just, I don't know, it's just comical genius. Um, but yeah, I mean, up, like they, they, they arrive at the airport and Sanka, he's in this, like, he basically zipped himself up in, in a sleeping bag and the other guy can see him. And because it's so cold, obviously there's steam coming off them and one of them's like Sanka what are you smoking <laughs> and obviously because they're Jamaican it sounds so much more funnier and just I don't know I, I can't explain but it's such a funny film man um you gotta watch it if you don't then I think you're missing out big time for me and I'm probably not doing it justice putting it fourth but I think the ones bef- before it or after it's very they're just a lot more um sporty and and maybe a little bit funnier some of them um because i know you've yeah. got happy Gilmore. yeah is there any um is there any on my list that you've not not watched so remind me of, of them? 
So, yeah. so I've got Fever Pitch, Bend It Like Beckham, Karate Kid, Dodgeball, Happy Gilmore. Right, so Fever Pitch is one that I've seen on London Live about a million times. However, it's one of those films that you dip in and out. I don't watch the whole, whole thing. Yeah, I think it's, as an Arsenal fan, it's obviously a much more enticing watch than, than if you're not really a fan of it. But obviously, yeah, it's about the 1989 season. And I mean, I think it's probably the greatest most dramatic end to a league title better than better than Aguero um, and yeah it's, it's just that whole season so many emotions up and down roller coaster and all that and yeah obviously Colin Firth's in it and he's a great actor in his own right anyway um, but yes yeah, it's, it's very much you know it, it's a general football film any football fan can watch it but I think as an Arsenal fan that's why it's made my top five fair enough I mean yeah I've seen like I said I've seen little bits of it I didn't really get the the concept of it because because I haven't watched the whole film every time I see it he's like it seems like he's having relationship problems and just goes to Arsenal games that's what I, I picked up from it I might be yeah it, it goes it goes back right to his starts right in his youth uh, and then yeah that that kind of is that's his kind of getaway I suppose yeah I mean yeah it's it's not one that I'd watch but I have seen bits of it so I, I can understand from it probably from an Arsenal fan's point of view it's worth it um I don't want to talk about Jimmy Grumble yet because that is my number one all-time favourite. I know we mentioned Happy Gilmore. We both got Dodgeball. I'll let you say this one because I haven't watched it as much. Obviously, Dodgeball was one of those ones as we was growing up, Jack. For me, it was a new concept. I have, we had, in England, anyway, we didn't know anything about Dodgeball, did we? Did we at the time? No. To be honest, the film is not really about Dodgeball. <laughs> like. Uh. I know it's I know it's, it's that's the name of the title, but um, it's just so funny. There's so many one-liners in it. I can't think of a film um, where there's like more one-liners and things like that. And the best character by a mile is the coach, because yeah, he he basically gets these people in a gym, um, and they're gonna lose their gym, and then they enter this dodgeball tournament. It's, it's, uh, as it says on the DVD, like it's the ultimate underdog story. But yeah, basically he gets them and then he starts throwing wrenches at them and going, if you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. And then he puts them into traffic and goes, if you can dodge traffic, you can dodge a ball. And then um, I think my favourite, my favourite sort of line, he's talking about drinking his own piss. And then he's like, yeah, I drink it because I like the taste and it's sterile. <laughs> And he's yeah, he's just like he's to it. He's one of the funniest characters I've seen in a sports film. Yeah, I I, I do remember pissing myself laughing at the, at the film when I first watched it. Uh, the casino bit as well. Um, obviously, is it that is her name Ursula? The the man. Ru- yeah, the Russian. Yeah, there's just loads of like out there characters. I mean, Ben Stiller. He's always a bit. He always plays a bit of a crazy character, doesn't he? And I mean, this one. Yeah. He's mental. Like, it's just, yeah, it's just a total, it's almost like a piss take film. Like, even though it's, even though it's centered around this tournament, like, they're just, it's like almost like a parody film, but it's just so funny. Yeah. I'm happy with that being on top five, 100%. It's, um, it's what, it's personally, it's one that comes from my childhood. I know it resonates. I I remember watching it at your house. It was just one of those, yeah, funny films. Um, sport wise, it had a little bit of it, but I think it's more to do with the comedy, isn't it? That film. Um, I suppose as is the next film, really. Although I think it's got more sport in it, to be honest. It's got more a more solid focus on a sport, which is Happy Gilmore. We both got it. I think you got number one. I think I've got number I've two. I've got number one, yeah. I mean, I don't I don't like golf. I don't find it interesting. So the fact that they can make this interesting. It's um, Adam's though, isn't it? He, he... Well, it is, but off shooting McGavin as well, like. 
as yeah. a like a villain. Can't, you don't really get villains in sports films, but again, he just plays out really well. Mate, it's the it's the, the when you talk about quotes, it's the quotes that he comes out with. Um, Happy Gilmore, okay, uh, Adam Sandler. It, it's what was the one? It was like um, I think Shooter McGavin says, "I eat shit like you for breakfast," and he obviously goes back. He goes, "You eat shit for breakfast." And he gets <laughs> yeah, busted. Yeah. And it's just the quick comebacks. The quick comments, obviously, the all in the hips, all in the hips, that one there. Yeah. Do you, do you like Adam Sandler generally? I, do you know what? I do. Yeah, so do I. There's some that are terrible, like Jack and Jill. But I think, no, I think there's a cutoff. I think his first, I don't know how long he's been acting, but basically until about, I don't know, probably until that one, 2004, 2005, I liked. And then his recent stuff, I don't really like, but. Yeah, that's that's probably my favourite one that he's done, Happy Gilmore. Yeah, he normally plays that same old character there. Yeah, yeah. Does that weird voice. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, in this film, I think it's just, I think it's a brilliant film. Again, and would you say it's an underdog story? I'd say it's more of a more of a story where comeuppance. Well, this is, yeah, I suppose the thing is, it is an underdog story, but at the same time, so for those of people that haven't watched it, He's got he's got like the best drive in the history of the sport, basically. And he actually initially played hockey, so that's what, what he likes, but he just got he just luckily found out he's got this amazing drive. And he's like one of the well, he'd probably be one of the worst putters on the golf tour in, in the history of golf, but his drive was like the longest ever. So that's how he managed to be good at it. So I guess it's not really an underdog because he's got this massive weapon, but yeah, I mean, because of where he came from and kind of he's not really a golf player. No. That's that's the theme with with my my picks actually. They're all a little bit underdog stories. I think in this country we like that, don't we? So yeah, I think the same in mine, apart from one maybe. Um, obviously, Cool Runnings were an underdog story. Uh, Dodgeball underdog. Happy Gilmore. I'd say that was an underdog story. I think um, his. I think the main thing was, you know, it was around his mum's house being possessed, wasn't it? And then he um, had to build the money, get the money somehow to buy the house back, wasn't it? And Happy Gilmore. Yeah, yeah. So he did that by winning the, I don't know, it was a PJ tour or whatnot, but he, he did it by winning it. Um, but yeah, I think it's just, it had everything. He had death somehow, it had comedy, uh, underdog story, had whatever, romance in it as well, didn't it? It's just, it was, it was a funny, I, I think the dream element i can't remember if you remember that he was daydreaming yeah think about yeah. something and he had like midgets in there and shit like that it's just mm. uh dwarves or whatever you want to say um so yeah i mean yeah it was it was, it was a good film i can understand why you put it number one um i think for me my number one and two um i'll go i'll go into my two first which is maradona film another one i've not seen <sighs> see this one here it's I, I struggle to call it a film. That's why I was a bit about. I think I messaged you before we did this podcast. You know, do I really call this a film? It's a bit of a documentary, but in the same sense, it, it it's not at the same time. Um, but for me personally, it was a massive insight into the great man himself. I mean, especially for someone who didn't grow up watching him live. It showed me the magnitude of the guy himself. Um, basically, it takes you from every step of, of his life um, as a footballer. Um, so it tells you a little bit about his background being young but it shows you him at napoli arriving at napoli i, I believe it's, it, it's an italian um so you are watching it with subtitles but it means nothing um because the stuff that he was involved in his personal life um you know I, the thing that i remember is when he first joined napoli and one of the uh, uh one 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 person asked him a question at the press conference to the owner of, of napoli um asked him about his involvement in the, in the mafia at the time and 
you know, for a footballer to be to be involved in that stuff, it's like a movie already. Do you know what I mean? Um, I don't know. He's just his his life was a story. He was just so iconic, and I think personally, I don't know about Pele as much, but Maradona seemed to be the first celebrity from the world of football, and that was portrayed in this in this movie itself. And you uh, like uh, Jack? Honestly, you haven't seen it. And I would highly recommend watching it just to see what this guy was like. Obviously, you haven't yeah. seen it growing up, but this gives you. A there's message. a lot of a lot of ones I want to see. I want to see the. I don't know if there's Totty ones out yet. I think it is. I want to see that as well. Um, there one for Totty, is there? Yeah, and I think there's one for George Best as well, which I think he's probably you could say is the first celebrity as well. Yeah, because he married Miss World, didn't he? So yeah, he would have been known. But yeah, I. It's definitely one I've heard good things about. Yeah, it is a it's a it's a great film slash documentary. That's what I'm gonna say. Um, so I, I've put him I've put him two. Um, I think we've gone through all of your five, have we, Jack? Uh, there's one we haven't. Uh, Bend it like Beckham. Oh so that's yeah, actually, that's one of the few films I've actually got like on DVD because they're like a thing of the past at classic. the moment, aren't they? But it's just a classic football film, and uh, there's just some really funny lines in it, and I just think again, it's the sort of story. Um, even though it's about an, in- an Indian girl, like you can relate to it. Um, and actually, I think that's part of the reason that like, it's so good. Like it, it really was a positive step for like women's football in this country. And as far as I know, it's one of the first football-based films where it's like the main character was of ethnic minority that was easy to say uh, and it's gone you know it's, it's sold a lot it's gone global basically so yeah i mean there's some really good there's a really good cast in it and yeah it's just a good story and some of these football films are a little bit fairy taley yeah but this one you know she's she's in college she's about to go to uni she's got to get a job and stuff like that so it's like real life was she a lesbian and, as well or my, or no or... they thought she was a lesbian but she weren't. Yeah. yeah, but it does. It touches all that, all them sort of topics as well. Like it talks racism's in it and yeah. sexism, homophobia. Yeah, it's it's yeah. good. It, it it did. It it touched a lot, a lot of that. And I think it was um it was very forward for its time. Do you know what I mean? Um, mm. you know, it probably. I don't know. I haven't watched it of late, but it probably still had a bit of um bit of way to go to catch up for the times. But I think at that time, you know. It was very forward for its time, and it's you know it was it was a massive film, and everyone used that phrase after whether whether it was related to the film or whether it's not. Yeah, Beckham, I don't remember hearing it before that much. Yeah, and it was we used it all the right time. Um, Ben's it like Beckham, but the fact that Beckham had his own not film, but he Beckham had his own film named after him, I suppose. Yeah, which is a bit mad, isn't it? Um, that shows how big how big he was at the time as well. Oh, he still is, isn't he? He's just yeah. just a massive celebrity. When was that? It was about 2000, 2001? It was, I think it was 2002, I think. Yeah. So, you know, it was it, it was weird that someone still playing football still had that kind of sway, you know. You know, normally films are made about footballers, although this wasn't about a footballer, it had the footballer's name involved in it. Um, you know, that that's normally after they retire or something along those lines, where he was still playing at, Probably what it wasn't even his thirties yet, was he at that time? So mm. it's a bit mental. But he, sorry, not he. The, the film in itself, um, like I said, touched on some some key things. But you know, I remember Jess Minder, no more football. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that comes that comes to my head. Uh, yeah. 
And then, yeah, catching them at the bus stop when they're just talking or laughing and obviously they're football lesbians. Uh, the football boots as well. I think she told her sister she's going to go... Get shop. wedding shoes. And yeah. Then, yeah. Boots. By the way, those were predators and they were bloody beautiful boots. Um, so, yeah, there's there's little bits like that. But, yeah, that, that film was, was wicked. It's an easy watch as well. I see it's a couple of times near um, New Year's. I think it comes on. It's now one of those films that come on around New Year's. Yeah, but, yeah. So it's it's clearly a British classic. Um, but talking about British classics, I mean, mate, this has to be up there. If yeah, you... so to be honest, this this was on my list instead of Bennett like Beckham. But I just thought I've only watched it once or twice, but it's an absolutely brilliant film. Yeah, and it's so relatable, so relatable as well. That's the thing. That 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 is what it what captured me, and you know, still captured me. But I could I could watch this forever. Um, this film because as you growing up in England you always wanted to be a footballer being a young boy right and you knew that there were certain ways to get there you'd you believe anything could make you better so I don't know I used to have pre-match routines myself putting a, a, one sock on before the other one um, this film showed you if you if you was basically if you was from America or across the world never really watched football aka soccer basically if you want to know what it's like being a a British lad growing up wanting to play football, you can just put this film on and you'd know yeah. exactly what it is. I don't think they would I don't think they would like it. No. In the, in the same way that I mean goal was alright, but in the same way that those American films for football don't mm. really hit the spot, I think it might be the same with them. But yeah, I mean I don't know if we are doing a joint list on this or we're just doing just talking about our favourites, but I would just yeah, obviously if yeah, it was on my top five. I just I've only seen it like once or twice, but it is such a good film. And I think the fact that it's about he's a Man City fan as well, which back in the day, uh, yeah. Man City were a proper you know underdog team, like so that that was good as well. That he wasn't had, just like a Man United fan. It, yeah, and I think for me being London based as well, I know it sounds ridiculous, but. When you're London based, you don't really, when growing up young, um, you don't really hear much about um, outside of London, do you? Um, when yeah, we, especially at a young age. Which, yeah. When this come out, it would have been, what, eight or nine or something? Yeah, and we never had YouTube back, or we might have, but we never used it. Uh, we saw everything on DVD, VCR, and whatnot. So when you're watching something and you're seeing what stuff is like up in Manchester, it was kind of eye opening because it, it was basically the same as London, but people had different accents and i don't know i got the impression from that film that up in manchester it was completely split down the middle man city and united and if you was to support evil evil raw right and you was outnumbered in any way you're getting in a fight and people are going to piss in your bag and spit in your face like gorgeous golden <laughs> burley did uh, <laughs> jimmy grimble but yeah that's what i thought i mean it was it was such an iconic film i can't what's that guy's name he's um he's quite famous there was quite a good Casting it. I mean, you had Ray, Ray Winston was in it, wasn't he? Yeah, you had um, Robert wasn't, um, ben, ben Miller in it. Mate, my missus thinks that he looks like um, Ben Chilwell, and she's got a good shout. He does a little bit, yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Ben Miller was in it. Um, I think he was the the new dad or the stepdad or the yeah the boyfriend coming in. Mum's boyfriend, yeah. Yeah, he was a bit of a dick. Had a motorbike and a blonde beach bleach blonde hair. Um, yeah, and then he had the pugilist, and she was like. What's the pugilist do? And then she punched punched the girl. Do you remember the zitty girl? Yeah. 
Um, yeah, there's, there's all these iconic things. But it, it, the main thing, obviously, was basically Jimmy Grimble, like you said, he's a Man City fan, loves football, um, decided to try out for the school team. Basically, was getting bullied. Um, I don't know whether it's just because of him or because he was a City fan, but um, he gets into the school team. Not really good. And all of a sudden, he's playing out in the street and I think he's hiding from the bullies and he hides in this old woman's house. Um, I was a bit confused. I was a bit confused by that bit because it looked like... I don't know if you remember this bit, Jack, but when he looks down, it looks like there's just a painting of the old woman on the floor. I can't, um, all I remember about that bit is her giving the him boots. the boots. Um, and he gives him the boots. And these are old fucking 1920s football boots. Brown leather boots. Um, and he basically throws them in a skip doesn't he throws them a skip or yeah i think so yeah throws them a skip and then they're they're all just about to the day after they're all about to go on a, on a trip on the typical british minivan to it <laughs> yeah. and um gorgeous gordon burnley being the buddy he is throws jimmy's new boots not the old 1920s boots away i can't remember where he throws them but he throws them completely out of the way jimmy remembers that he's, he threw a pair of brown these old these old 1920s boots in the skip he goes and collects them um and i think the first game and i might this might this might sound so sad but i think i remember actually the team they're playing against i think it's huntington away um and jimmy the ball comes out to him comes on the stub because i think gorgeous gordon burley gets his nuts tread on by this like rugby rugby looking fella um, on the opposition team, Jimmy comes on, ball comes out to him in his own half, and he just toe punts it. And whilst the other team's goalkeeper was on the phone, the ball goes in the net. Jimmy becomes the man, and then his, I suppose, career, his popularity lifts from there. And then, as it gets to the end of the um, of the film, he ends up at um, what is it? Main? What, what's what's um? City's yeah, main, it was Main Road, wasn't it? Main Road, yeah. Ends up at Main Road. Um, in this final, I won't give it away because if anyone's not watched this, then, you know, I shouldn't give it away. But um, something happens um, and he's left with a couple of choices um, and he finds out a few things about the boots, about his his life, his his coach's life. Um, yeah, wicked film, man. I, I, I have to have that number one for me because because it's it just, like you said, relatable and I can put it on any time and I'll show my kids it, you know, definitely if, if he wants to be a footballer. You got you got to watch this film. Any any I I, I highly doubt that any British uh, kid who wanted to be a footballer has not seen this film. If they haven't seen this film, then it, it will amaze me. Honestly, that's how much I love it. Only one Jimmy Crimble. Bit nice. Bit of a passionate one there. Sorry, sorry, Jet. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking. Have you given? You talked of it, but you haven't. You've not given it away. So <laughs> yeah, it's still definitely worth a watch. Definitely. Um, yeah, I mean. Jack, I think we've named, a, uh, you know, we named the films. I don't think, you know, we always say top five. I think we'll go, you know, as a collective, we'll just say my top five and your top five. They can be accepted as two separate lists, but as one collective five, if that makes sense. Um, yeah. I don't think it's, it's right in to put it in, in merit order because um, it's preference at the end of the day. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I love it. Um, Jack, what have we got coming up? Uh, so... We're going to be talking about England yeah. and why they haven't won a tournament since the World Cup in 1966. So, yeah, we're, we're going to be given our top five reasons why that's never happened. Now, that is a good topic. You know, we might even solve the crisis and, you know, Gareth Southgate may be listening. May, he uh, might be, or one of, or one of his team. So, 
Yeah. yeah. Although, think, to be fair, some of it is probably out of out of his hands, but uh, yeah, <laughs> you never, you never know. Some little nuggets in there. That's it. That's it. Jack, thank you as ever. Listeners, people, friends, make sure you leave us a five star rating on the podcast. Check out the socials at FTLOL Podcast, LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. You name it, we're on it. Almost all podcast platforms now. Um, Spotify, Apple, to to name a couple. But as always, keep it FTLOL.